Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Also a bit of a big anniversary this week, it's the birthday of the Spire in the centre of Dublin. It was planned that the Spire would celebrate Ireland entering the new millennium as a modern and confident nation. But after a planning row, it arrived two years too late, which is, uh, is perhaps a bit more uh, appropriate. It's been controversial then. Is it still now? Have we grown to love it? Brianna Perkins has been writing about this in the Irish Times. Brianna, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. When you first arrived in this country, Brianna, and your first time in O'Connell Street, did was there a little catch in your chest? Did you say, <laughs> what the hell is that magnificent structure? You know what? It was years and years ago, long before I actually moved here. And I think it was like 2014. And in classic Dubliner fashion, the, the bloke leading the tour just sort of said, this is our, our monument to never getting things done on time because it was completed in, in, in 2003, a good three years after the millennium. So I remember just thinking, yes, this is this is the spirit of Dubliners. I was raised by Dubliners to absolutely rip the piss out of anything. Instead of actually taking, you know, uh, you know an organized form of protest, you will just gently slag something for the rest of eternity. Yeah, uh, rather than when, I mean, there was a planning row. I think uh, uh, certain people did try to uh, prevent the whole thing being uh, uh, built at all. But is that, you know, the way it's the stiletto and the getter and, and, and you know, all those various other, uh, um, the stiffy by the liffy. The, <laughs> like, is that fondness, do you think? It is a fondness. It's, I think, I think you know, in, in Irish culture and Australian culture are quite similar in those things that if we love something and we love someone, we make fun of them. If we're not gently slagging them, like slagging is our love language. Like other normal countries would have, like you know, you know, affection and and words of affirmation and gift giving. No, we have slagging. That is our our basic level of affection between each other. Yeah, I'd much prefer slagging. Actually, I don't yeah, even understand all that sincerity. It makes me a bit pukey. Disgusting. Yeah. I, I, I'd call the police perverts. People yeah. who tell each other how they feel. You know, yes. disgusting. <laughs> The thing is, though, I suppose the kind of when they were when they were building that or certainly when they were planning it and all the I can I remember all the illustrations for it, like it all looked magnificent. It looked kind of bigger than it actually turned out to be, I thought, in the pictures. But also O'Connell Street looked magnificent. And, and is maps part of the problem that O'Connell Street still isn't great, really. Well, I think that's a that's a problem, you know, faced by a lot of cities, definitely in, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, where you have your main thoroughfare street, which is your corridor for buses. And it also means that you're going to have the big uh, fast food places along there. It's basically a functional street. So it's not very pretty. We have exactly the same thing in Sydney with George Street. Uh, it's, our, I, it's my favorite. It's our ugliest street, but I love it. It's, it's kind of a bit of madness along there. Do you know what I mean? Like there's movie cinemas. There's fast food places. There is uh, Asian grocery stores. There's places to buy fake handbags. Like that's to me, like that's that's part of our our city as well. Is that kind of griminess? Yeah. So would you like? Would you prefer to see a Connell Street remain as it is? Maybe not as it is, but I don't think that we have to keep going along and sanitizing and homogenizing big parts of our city for overseas visitors, right? Like I'm from a city who did that. And the CBD in Sydney basically turned into this big, around the 2000 Olympics, everyone's like, oh crap, the world's watching me, but I clean up our act. So we made the whole city this big sort of glass, stainless steel, modernist structure. And then we keep rebuilding and knocking it down every five years and 10 years because 
new buildings don't really age well. And then we just put in all these sort of cafes and Starbucks and nothing really remained for, for the people. So people started moving out of the CBT, CBT and it just sort of became uh, offices and Airbnb. So if you go to our city in the middle, say, of the weekend when you think you know people would be around and there'd be tourism, it's empty. You can fire a gun through uh. the place. And now our visitors go to places like Manly or Bondi. They're going to the suburbs and the villages around the city. But Dublin is great because it has a real life in the city. There are still, you know, so social housing in the middle of the city. There's still all walks of life, all walks of people still existing, living their lives out in the open, drinking in the pubs. It doesn't feel like it's set up for tourists. And that's why people love it. They love that sort of hint of authenticity. So if you go around changing too much, you will lose that. You don't want it to become a city that's just catering for tourists. You want it to be a city that people live in and love. And that's why the tourists want to come. It's interesting as well, because if you, if, if you go down the Keys, and it's very impressive looking, but you could be anywhere. And as you say, exactly. at the weekend, it's dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's it doesn't have the heart, the soul. You know, I'm, I, I live in the Liberties. I love that area. Um, and there's sort of risk people talking about it, you know, becoming gentrified. And it is, you know, I'm probably part of the problem as someone who's foreign and moved in. Um, but there is this kind of, you have to look after these communities that people want to come and visit. Otherwise, you will end up with these great, you know, really fancy looking coffee shops with no one in them. Yeah. The, the, and the, well, I suppose, it, but it's increasingly difficult. Like how many, I mean, in the Liberties, now I suppose there would be a concern about being gentrified, but I don't think, uh, that, you know, they, they've managed to stave that off. There's enough people who've been there for generations uh, living in the Liberties and it still feels like uh, the Liberties. Yeah. But in so many parts of town, it's like you're over a pub where you can just sit down and, you know, have a pint and do a crossword puzzle or, or whatever. They're, they're under threat all the time. Totally. And you kind of get tricked. So, you know, I, you know, Press Up is amazingly successful in terms mm. of being a company that, you know, has provided and set up different restaurants and pubs. But you could go into any one of their venues and they recently took over, or maybe two years ago, a couple of pubs and they kind of look like old man pubs. And then you go inside and you're like, wow, I could be in any press up venue. And uh, there's there's craft beer on tap. And my parents visit, were visiting from Australia. And my dad was like, I don't want to drink a craft beer. <laughs> I just want a Guinness. And mm. I want to try like, you know, a local old man Irish beer because that's what I've come here for. So we can kind of be a victim of our own success in some ways. Yeah. Do you think craft beer is killing Irish culture, essentially? Not at all. There should be spaces for craft beer, but please leave some old man pubs alone. Yeah. But the old man pubs are going to find it hard to, to survive because, you know, it, it, like if you, you know, if you, if you stand long enough in any part of Dublin, someone build a hotel around you. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think, you know, look at the success of the Cobblestone. So the Cobblestone was traditionally, you know, always an old man pub, always a musical pub. It is rammed with tourists now because that's the place everyone always recommends. This is where it's really authentic. It's, you know, a lovely old bar. You will get musicians coming in at all times of the day and you can't get a seat in the place on a Sunday, particularly. It's crammed with tourists because obviously that's what they want to come and see. So if you continue and stay true to yourself, you will get both your old clientele coming in, but also people looking to seek that bit of Irish culture coming in and, and wanting to pay as well. Uh, uh, Mary says, what planet is she living on? O'Connell Street is full of junkies and takeaways. 
I, I mean, think you're not supposed to say junkies anymore. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, people with drug users, it's people yeah. with addiction. Yeah, and you, get, you will get that in any major city. You know, mm. it's it's in, it's a, sadly a fact of urban life is that you will get people who are experiencing homelessness and people who are experiencing drug addiction. Like <laughs> the problem is the lack of services and the help for them, not necessarily the street. Yeah. So in a way, could you argue that? Because the, the, the spire n- never succeeded in being what it was intended to be, and perhaps you could argue it was a bit of a folly and, uh, and a product of the, of the Celtic Tiger, that is actually a very Dublin kind of construction because it's a bit crap. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's sometimes the light works. Sometimes it doesn't, but people kind of shrug their shoulders and laugh at it and, and carry on with their business, which is the most sort of Irish and, and Dublin thing approach to life. It's like, ah, okay, it's not working again, but we'll we'll just go on and keep going. Do you know what I mean? That It's kind of this resignedness to, ah, uh, sure, look, it's a bit shite, but it'll be grand anyway. Brianna, thanks a minute for talking to us today. Uh, that was Brianna Parkins there, and that uh, piece is in uh, the Irish Times today. Some of your comments uh, pretty much chime with what she's saying. Uh, the Dublin Spire is very crap and always has been a meaningless monument to the vacuity of the Celtic Tiger. Uh, yes, it is crap, says Billy in, in y'all. Uh, the Dublin Spire is very crap and always has been. Sorry, I'm rather not already. Uh, the Spire is a cold, large piece of steel that is hideous and should be put underground and have fibre cables run through it. Uh, O'Connell Street is an embarrassment, says another texture. It's always grotty and there's an edge about the Vive uh, there all the time. It's quite a pity that the GPO is there forcing tourists to head to that part of the city. Uh, the pole in the hole, uh, says Jerry. <laughs> says Derry, uh, is the biggest crime ever inflicted on the people of Dublin, designed by an Englishman. Oh, mother of God. And never enter O'Connell Street again. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.